You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Sabanya Sulwater Chief Operating Officer Richard Stewart said recently that the advent of the hydrogen economy is providing an opportunity for platinum group metals or PGMs as we know them, similar to what occurred in the 1990s. That was when the PGM market faced a structural boost that was driven by stringent emissions regulations that uh, we see now driving the market uh, and their use in catalytic converters. Now, PGM prices have come off a little since China started rattling cages in the commodity space on Sunday. So to get a better hand of the longer-term fundamental drivers, uh, as no doubt buying opportunities will present themselves. I'm joined by Roy Topple, analyst at Kratos Capital. Roy, great to have you on the show. Let's just start with the, the energy revolution. It certainly feels like we're on the precipice of something massive. Yes, hi, Mark. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, just in terms of the PGM uh, demand uh, and in terms of your energy uh, question, there are really two possibilities here in, in the market that are, uh, that are currently happening. And the one is uh, the demand for battery-powered cars, and then there's the other one, which is hydrogen-powered cars. And the difference between the two, which are really your greener technologies, uh, is really the difference between uh, whether South Africa PGM uh, demand in the future will be very high or very low. And uh, hydrogen is that one theme that Sabanya Stillwater is uh, is betting on, is hoping that uh, wins out at the end of the day. That I suppose the big constraint against hydrogen uh, has been the um, uh, the electricity used to produce it. It's been very energy intensive, but we are moving towards more green hydrogen from solar and other sources. Uh, and as those become cheaper, so does the ability to produce hydrogen um, at scale. Uh, when you just look at uh, the the two scenarios, where do you see it landing? Is it more likely to be a case of the uh, the Teslas of this world and Elon Musk and their EVs winning out? Or are we likely to see the evolution of transport head more in the direction of hydrogen? I mean, that's a great question. So just uh, to put uh, listeners in context, obviously at the moment, uh, diesel and gas-powered vehicles um, require PGM. They require a certain amount of platinum, uh, palladium, rhodium, which are the three primary uh, PGM metals, um, while we've got electric cars on the one side and the hydrogen on the other. Electric cars, you know, the Teslas and the like, require zero PGM, so they don't, need, they don't have any emissions, so they don't need any, um, any um, PGM metals to reduce the emissions. On the other side, you have hydrogen, which has really been funded by the Japanese government, by and large. Hydrogen requires an enormous amount of PGM metals. So... Hydrogen is the winning technology. South Africa is in a very good situation. If batteries wins, which does seem like it at the moment, then obviously PGMs have got some serious demand issues. The truth of the matter is when we talk about the green technology, which is very much a green energy, which is very much a, a theme that, the people, that, that people are focusing on at the moment, the hydrogen is a, a green technology. It actually requires no electricity uh, once you've got the hydrogen, and it, requ- and it has no emissions. Well, if you think about uh, uh, electric-powered vehicles, Tesla uses, uses batteries, but those batteries are powered by coal. They're yeah. powered by electricity. It's not a pure green technology unless there was a way where all our supply of electricity could be green. It's very important for PGMs here because what we do see is they there are suitable catalysts for the technology required to 
um, to create hydrogen, the electrolysis technology, and we won't go into the technical details on that. But currently, what are you seeing in terms of the the supply and demand issues uh, and the balance around that amongst the various PGMs in the market? So yeah, that's a, that's a, actually really the question. And I mean, at the moment, hydrogen-powered vehicles are, I would say, immaterial in terms of uh, the demand side. So the demand for hydrogen uh, technology at the moment is greater outside of the vehicles than than within the vehicle industry. But if that hydrogen does win, and there's a very fair chance, not a good chance, but a fair chance that it does, the the, the amount of PGM that is needed is a multiple of what is currently being used in in mm. uh, gas and diesel vehicles. So it's almost exponentially mm. um, uh, better for for PGM demand if hydrogen does win. But at the moment, the base is zero, and we also don't know where that's going to win. It's a very expensive technology, which is why it's been subsidized by the Japanese government. Um, but as it scales, you know, the economies of scales could reduce its price where it does become economic. Another thing just to put into account is that the biggest hydrogen-powered company in the world is actually an American company. And if I'm not mistaken, I think their market cap is some $20 billion. So there is a lot of funding outside of the Japanese side in terms of hydrogen power, which mm. is, like I said, purely green technology. Mm. And, and as we've seen with electric vehicles and, uh, and rights law, uh, we have seen the cost of these come down as more money flows into research and development to bring down the cost of the lithium-ion battery, which is so central to that technology. So um, we're likely to see a similar race uh, with hydrogen. So I guess if you're an investor, as you said, very difficult to forecast which way it's going to go, but probably prudent to uh, to have some skin in the game to uh, to be able to hedge yourself uh, either way which are the best ways to play this in the local market uh, i know implats is is one that you follow very closely as well as sabanya stillwater uh, how how would you access this as an investment play okay so just to go back into you know we have painted the two scenarios so the two extreme scenarios one where the world doesn't need pgm and one where the world needs a multiple Obviously, uh, electric cars and hydrogen cars are very, very small in the, in the greater scheme of things at the moment, and they'll stay like that for many, many years. In, in fact, what they have is, what, what is becoming more and more popular in Europe is, is hybrid cars, where they use electric with uh, petrol or diesel. And in those cases, uh, which you know it does make sense. I mean, you don't want to have a battery-powered car and your battery goes dead and you have no way to power it. But if you have a, a hybrid vehicle. You know, you know that, that gives you the best of both worlds. And those hybrid vehicles require an enormous amount of rhodium because that, their nitrogen emissions are very high. And the only metal known to man on Earth at the moment that can reduce rhodium emissions substantially or enough to meet EU regulations are, are currently uh, is rhodium. So just to put that in context, I mean, so it's, it's not a... When it takes all scenario here, there's still a very good outcome in the middle for PGMs as well. So it's not just a, an all or nothing play, uh, absolutely, but it could be, and to my earlier point of uh, what Sabanya Sawwater was saying, mm. a massive boost, uh, you know, an exponentially mm. uh, massive boost if it does go the way of, of hydrogens. Which is the best way to play this in terms of rhodium uh, and, and who, who has the most rhodium? Nor- Northern has, has quite a, a large slice of rhodium in its PGM basket, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's an excellent question, and that's, I guess, the, the crux of it is when we go and we look at the PGM producers, you know, South Africa obviously dominate in terms of PGM uh, production. 
we supply roughly 80% of the world's uh, platinum and roughly 80% of the world's rhodium. When it comes to palladium, um, Russia are the biggest suppliers in the world and we are second. So we obviously have the majority of the supply. When we look at the big mining companies, the largest PGM producer in the world is Amplatz. Um, and then you've got uh, a bit of a race between Sibania and Impala. And then you've got Northern and some of the other smaller guys like Royal, uh, Royal Buffer King Platinum. When it comes to exposure to rhodium, because South Africa have 80% of the rhodium, you know, our mines have a higher percentage of, of, of rhodium. What you also find is that the UGT reef, which are the more older reefs, have a higher percentage of rhodium than the, than the, the Amplats type of uh, platinum mines. And the difference is significant. You're talking about the difference between 6 and 11%. So it's a, it's a significant portion. And the irony of, of it all is that the deeper mines, the more expensive mines that almost went insolvent, are now the most profitable due to their mm-hmm. high rhodium exposure. Going back to that, I think that's why you're seeing Sibania's uh, 19.8 billion EBITDA that they reported for the quarter. It's literally, for lack of a better term, off the charts. <laughs> you know, I don't think, I would like to know if any South African company has made 19.8 billion rand in three months before. Um, I've asked that question to a number of people and no one's given me an answer. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's literally off the chart. And they've been benefactors of palladium. So most, they have the biggest palladium producer in the world outside of Russia. And most of their revenue is from palladium. Where if you go look, it flip it in the South African side, um, Amplats and Parla Northern, most of their revenue is now actually from rhodium, not from palladium or platinum. Platinum is number three for all of them. But uh, rhodium, you, you're most exposed to in the South African sense because we control the supply. So there your best bets in terms of rhodium would be Impala and Northern and followed by Sibania and then Amplats probably in fourth place because they have so much platinum, relatively speaking. Roy Topol, analyst at uh, Kratos Capital. Thanks for your insights uh, into the fundamental drivers of the PGM market. It uh, looks pretty good any which way you slice it.